chopped it up. Chopped it up. Welcome to the grind today. Today I have a special guest, man. Um, Kayvon Mortez Rayford. Mortez. 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 Man, Mortez. <laughs> Storyteller, coach, yeah, yeah, director, everything. City, the city god of yeah. basketball, man. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, how are you, it. man? I'm great, man. I can't call it. You know, another day, another blessing. I woke up this morning feeling great. Good, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Um, I'm 28. I reside from um, Washington, D.C., Southwest, to be exact. Um, you know, just a normal D.C. kid. You know what I mean? Just um, got the 33 brand. I got the 33 documentary. Um, just building um, the brand and the company and um, continuing to tell stories. So that's a little bit about myself. So I'm going to do a, did you, did you mention 33? I'm going to go ahead and yeah. jump right in, <laughs> right into that. Your, yeah. your 33 basketball brand, man. Uh -huh. You created a phenomenal documentary, man. Yeah, thank um, you. Just speak a little bit about that. Um, it's, it's cool, man. It's, it's been out. Um, it's not technically out yet on, on platforms, but, you know, um, I done had about at least – Three screenings. I had my debut screening in uh, May of 2019. Um, I've been in uh, three film festivals. Um, I'm the winner of two film festivals for best short film. Um, it's great. It's 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 definitely um an, an ode to the city. Um, some for the the city to feel proud about. Um, it's it's the city's brand. I know I may be the owner of it and um the director of the documentary, but you know, it's, it's something for the city, so it's, it's all about, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So, and you know what? When I first seen that, though, yeah. I chose the side, and I was like, Joe, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Hold on. Wait. When, yeah, when yeah. can I see this? No, yeah, really. Yeah, all yeah. jokes aside. Like, Did you see it? No. Oh, yes, then I, see it. I have it. Man, you know <laughs> so how hard people, it is? Yeah, I yeah. looked it up on yes. YouTube. I was like, Joe, yeah. I have to see this. The man. only reason I haven't put it out yet on platforms because um I had, like, a battle you know, just battling with distribution, like who with the platform. I just wanted to make sense. So, um, you know, I'm I'm definitely. I heard feedback from major publications and stuff like ESPN, Slam Magazine, uh, The Ringer. You know, we had um, more conversations. So, you know, once I feel like I'm ready to pull the trigger on that that platform, it'll be out. But um, definitely, I, I got so much stuff coming out this summer. You'll be able to see it. For screen, I'm gonna do a screen of this summer also. So. That would be that would be dope, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you know, we like a conversation we just had pretty much yeah. before this conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, just our kids just really have to understand that it's really bigger than basketball. Yeah, definitely. You definitely. know what I'm saying? Like, one hundred percent, man. I mean, the, the business of basketball is 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 big. It's huge too. So, you know, I want um kids to know like. Now you don't have to go straight to the NBA to be successful. Right. Like, I'm one of the leaders of basketball in Washington D.C. and you know I'm not in the NBA or I'm not. I, don't, I never made it pro professionally and stuff like that. But I'm known for basketball and I got so much dope stuff going on here involving basketball with a brand. So you, there's so many ways you can capitalize. Right. So speak a little bit about the uh, D.C. Independent Film Festival. How did you? Yeah. How did you even get that? Um, presentation, like, how did you get that offer, or um, you know, how did that process go? Like, yeah, so the the producers, the other producers on um, Thirty Three, the other co-directors, um, the production company, they set all that stuff up, and um, you know, once once I finally seen it, you know, it was um, I knew it was something special I was yeah. looking at, 
So I was, you know, once they approached me, do I want to do this, you know, this film festival, this film? I said, yeah, I got to do it. I mm-hmm. got to just be, you know, just trying to be courageous and jump out there and do something different. And, um, you know, when I went to DCIF, DCIFF, I was like, wow, like this is the big screen. This is the moment, you know. And when they came on, so many people had came to see 33. It was like magical. Mm-hmm. Like when it came on, the entrance, the intro, the everything, like it was just silent. So that was your first it, time seeing the whole. Yeah, that was my on the big screen. Did you cry? I shared a tear yeah. in the cut, you know, in the cut. <laughs> I mean, no, man. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's, that's I cried love. at the, I cried at my DC homecoming, like far showing it for the whole city. Oh wow! Because all my friends, family, neighborhood guys, and all these all these dudes, people that was in the film, everybody came, and it was just like people have been waiting so long to see it. Like it's, I, I mean, not the you know, just sound like self-centered, but it's never been a film like this that made people like so anxious in DC, like a home, a guy from Southwest DC doing a, a documentary and stuff like that. It was like, it was unheard of. So people were so anxious just to see like the marketing behind it was great. Every So people, would, the only thing was left was to see the film. And when you see it, you would be like, yeah, it's standing, standing ovation. Yeah, stand right here. <laughs> yeah, is... so it was. It, it's been great. It's been a, the last year has been incredible, man. I've met so many people. I've been in all types of newspapers, and I've been everywhere. I just, you know, I'm blessed though. Good, 100% man. Blessed. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing feeling. So yeah. speak about growing up, man. Like you know, was was your your ideal goal for athletics or to be an artist? Uh it was a mixture, you know, um, when you growing up, uh, you know, um, being an artist is not popular in D.C., but being a baller is popular. So I knew I was an artist. I knew I had an extensive mind. I knew I always listened to different things, and I was a, you know, um, aggressive reader at a young age, and I always just had um, a plan for everything. Everybody knew just come to me to for a plan and everybody meet up at my house. So I knew I was a special guy, like far as just being a leader. Um, but far as like young, I wanted to be a baller. I wanted to be Kobe, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I was just on the court every day, all day. It was out back of my house. The basketball court was out back of my house. So I looked and see all my friends. I, I run outside and play ball. But you know, if I wasn't playing ball so much, I would have never made 33. So mm-hmm. it's like a, you know, the yeah. artistry came from playing basketball. Like, you know what I mean? I felt like I was an artist in basketball. I'm telling you, I, I never really seen the art in basketball yeah. until I got older. Yeah, so it's poetry. It's crazy, it's like right? Ball moving and just defense. All Everything. Communication. It's I think like, that's why it's hard for me to yeah. watch basketball <laughs> a little bit. Like, coaches are like, 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 Artists like coaches are like like band directors. And mm-hmm. Everything got to be moving this way, and everybody got to be communicating, talking, and hustling. The defense being in sync, getting back on defense, getting key possessions and stops. You know that all that. That's it. Look, look, look. Yeah, just it's dope. It's great. You know what I mean? I'm a bad. I'm a, I'm I'm truly a basketball junkie though. I'm, I will go home and watch like a. Dick Vitale Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. Just I'm just like oh, just yeah. I just love basketball. Yeah. Like I watch old championship games and stuff like yeah. that. So hey, you said you mentioned Kobe, life. man. You yeah. did something oh, I don't yeah, think that was, like, <laughs> like that was dope. And yeah. I mean I actually seen it through social yeah. media, I yeah. did, but 
you yeah. know, you paid a tribute downtown, yeah. and people actually showed out. Yeah, yeah, it, to, was, it was dope. Man. Yo, it was about a hundred like, people out there. Man, I'm telling yeah, you, man. Yeah, like um, I didn't, I personally. I didn't even like Kobe is the reason why I like yeah. the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Like hands Me too. down. Me too. Like yeah. I've been a Laker fan yeah. ever since Kobe. I've been a Laker since two thousand. They beat the Pacers. That was the, my first year understanding who I loved. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, <laughs> like I mourned. Yeah. Like, you know, Kobe people had to say, you know, yeah. chill out, but yeah, I mourned, I mourned. Man. I mourned. So you deep. did something different. Yeah. For this, you know, what I mean, for yeah. for the city to be able to more, you know, speak a little bit yeah. about that. Right? Um, yeah. So I was I, when I first found out I was going, I was um, I just came from seeing my dad. He's um locked up in uh in uh Pennsylvania. So you know, when you're in um, if anybody ever been to a federal penitentiary, you can't take your phone and stuff with that. You can't take it inside the the uh, prison. So as soon as I came out. Of the visit, I had like 60 missed calls, 35 text messages. And uh, that's just my love for the Lakers and Kobe. If you ever follow me on Twitter, I go play by play on Lakers games. I'm cussing out Rondo. I'm like, he need to <laughs> cut him, release him. No, no, nah, like, nah, like, I like Yeah, Rondo, I mean, we had talk about that, but I'm just like a, just an aggressive Lakers fan. So, so many people, my family, you know, even old females I done dated and stuff, they just – Sorry about your loss. Sorry, sorry. I'm like, loss? What? Man, I'm thinking something happened to one of my family members. And um, I said it was Kobe. I couldn't believe it. I was like, nah, I ain't no way. He can't die. He's immortal. He's, it's no, it, this world cannot go on without Kobe. So um, it took me a while. That the, What's funny is the day that he died, I had a, uh, a photo shoot for the newspaper. I was just featured in the Washington Forum. Um, so I was like, the pictures. If you watch, if you see any of the pictures that's on the, the uh, that's on the uh, that was printed out and stuff like that, uh, my eyes was like um, red, puffy, and like I had a lot of emotion. Like people asked me why I look mad in the pictures. I was like, man, because Kobe passed. But um, I'm more, you know what I mean. I I, I couldn't sleep. Um, I couldn't eat for a while. I went into a funk. I didn't hit the gym like I normally do. I just was. And I just, um, I started looking at like clips and stuff. And I just was like, man, I got to, you know, everybody was so sad. The world was sad. And um, for the city, um, just being the leadership, taking a leadership role, I said, uh, what can I do, you know, here in D.C.? Because everything I do, I think about D.C. first. Mm -hmm. Like, what can I do? I'm just a representative of the city. I'm not the representative. I'm a representative. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, um, how can I play my part and bring everybody together? all these Lakers fans in the city. So um, um, I called my friend Malik um, that has the, the brand Eat. And he's a, a huge Lakers fan like me. That's something we had in common. That's something that I knew. And, um, you know, I just like, hey, let's come together, man. Let's try to get everybody out the house. Let's, let's do something dope for Kobe in D.C. And, um, you know, I really went into it. I, I got my homie to chop up a fly. I was trying to be so modest about it because I, it's it's that's not really my lane. Mm -hmm. Like it's it was kind of like a weak spot for me, and I don't like to capitalize off anyone's death mm -hmm. of you know for success of Instagram or monetary mm -hmm. and stuff. I just like I just want to be around some love and mm -hmm. get people to show their real emotions. So I was like, let's have like a you know a brief rigid 
And um, it just went so it went so great. I met so many Lego fans that I talk to now. Like, you know, I followed back and we just been talking and you know, I'm thinking about starting like a Laker club, you know what I mean, here. So his you know, I did something and um, you know, it, it got picked up by the news and stuff like that. It was just great, man. It was it was um it started out as a candlelight visual and it ended up turning into a healing session. Yeah. It was so many people talking about their Laker experiences, Kobe experience, the first time they seen just it just was great. You know, I cried, people crying, busting out crying. It just it was great. But it's um it's some it's another thing that's going down in history that you know what I'm saying I feel like I was just happy to be a part of it. Like, yeah. you know, so many people came out and you know, my mom, she hit me with just like, I'm so proud of you. That was just so great of you. And that was dope. You yeah. know what I mean? Just you're a true leader. And that, that made me feel good because I know how Kobe is here, leader. So, yeah. Maybe I developed some of that from Kobe. Yeah, yeah. You know that so, mumble mentality. Yeah, yeah. It was legacy. Cool. Yeah, legacy. <laughs> so, legacy. Yeah. That word. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Um, legacy, man. Legacy, um, legacy to me, to me is remembrance. You know what I mean? Like when people remember the things you did. You know what I mean? That's that's big to me. Um, if something ever happened to me in the city or something like that, I would want people to say, Man, you know, he did what he's supposed to do. Not yeah. to put that in the atmosphere or in the universe, but um, legacy is important. You know what I'm saying? Legacy, all you have when you're gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like your projects, the stuff you did, the community service, all that, man, that's legacy is huge. So to me, man, legacy is um, another word for remembrance. You know what I mean? When people just remember the great things you did, the good person you were. You know what I mean? So I would say remembrance. Good. Yeah. Georgetown Hoyas. Yeah. So you had uh, Patrick Ewan on yeah, the yeah. cover of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, you uh, know, that is our city team. Yeah, yeah, that's our city team. You know what People mean? forget it, but, you know. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> you know, that is our city team. Yeah. I remember when I was a little girl, my, my brother, my um, cousin, used to, yeah. older cousin used to take me to yeah. games yeah. all the Just time. Just like that, yeah. And, and it was like, that yeah. was... Yeah, that, that was the whole is at a game. What, you better show up. That's you know what the what I mean? thing to do now, and you can't pay people to go. Man. So, what is the first thing you think when you hear this name, Victor Page? Unfortunate. Just to break some news down, I've been approached to do his official story, mm. but I'm scared to touch it right now. Uh, just. I gotta just take some time and do some soul searching before I agree. You know what I mean? But you know what's crazy? I, my brother used to own a store on George Avenue called yeah. Planet Chocolate City. Yeah. And uh, he used to come in the store all the time. I was young, yeah. you know what I mean? And we used to just talk about basketball, talk about his life, talk about experiences that he's gone through. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? And and I think he's just like an unsung hero. Yeah. For real. yeah. I um. About three days ago, I watched a documentary of him on YouTube. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? And just, man, like, yeah. he he had it he had it bad. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bad. Like, he had it bad. So, I mean, yeah. really choices, but yeah. it speaks a lot about what our kids go through. Yeah, it's, you know what I'm saying? On a daily basis. It's unfortunate. It is. So, to, um, to, to, to bring you up to speed and... Uh, not too long ago, I started a company called Heart and Hustle. Mm -hmm. That's you, that. yeah. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, man. You know, love what you do, make it happen. But, you know, it's really geared towards the mental health um, illness in the athletic community. I think that's, it's, it's there. 
man, it is. So, you know, what are your what are your opinions on it? Just the experiences of the the just this traumatic and mental health situation that's going on in our city right now towards um, our athletic community in the world. Well, it's yeah, not just our I mean, city, it's all over. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, daily um, in the world. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just think um, everyone plays a part in these athletes having these mental health issues. And, you know, as an athlete, me being an athlete once upon a time, people forget you are a person, are a human being. And um, I feel like it's just everything is go perform. Go perform as a child. Go perform. That's it. It's nothing else but go perform. A kid can't have a bad game, can't have this. It's go perform. He's you no know, AAU kids, you know what I mean? They they got pressure of NBA players at, at, at in the fourth grade. We expect to win this this national championship. Mm-hmm. We gotta win it. You got it, man. You you ain't hurt. Kid can man have pull the muscles, this, that, man. It's it's everything is win, everything is me, everything is self-centered, it's no it's not really a lot of gatekeepers around. There's no one monitoring it. It's an open. It's kind of like a black market. It's a lot of stuff going on, and um, development is being looked over. You know what I mean? All these stuff contribute to these athletes feeling entitled. You know what I mean? It's 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 deep, man. It's 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 everyone walks in the door like I'm the shit. I can't learn shit. You know what I mean? Excuse my language, but no, I, I can't learn shit because I know it. I'm that. I'm that. I'm that nigga. I'm that girl. I'm. I'm the one. I've been doing this since this. I've been. It's and then they get all the way to high school, college, transfer because this coach won't let you do your thing. This coach just transfer, transfer, transfer. Your hope dreams fading off. You become a. You start to look at yourself, well, who am I other than basketball? But that's all you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You yeah. you don't have nothing else. It's, I'm not a musician. I'm not an artist. I, I didn't like this. I stopped drawing. I stopped reading. And things that you may could have been, you just negated because everybody was telling you, perform, perform, perform. And that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure for women. It's a lot of pressure for men. It's too much. You know what I mean? And that's just my observation. I know it may sound a little off track. No. But it's man. just it's, it's, it's facts. Just perform, perform. That's it. You know what I mean? It's you know, my I coach a, a 10U team right now, and then um, you know, everybody's like, Man, you got one of the best teams in the city, man. They good. They just man, you should play in this tournament. You should play. Nah, huh? Nah, I'm all right. Why, man, you they they, they all need to we don't need to do that. We need to learn how to play basketball. We need to learn how to rebound. We need to learn how to double team. We need to learn how to trap. We need to learn how to protect the ball. We need to learn how to pass without taking unnecessary dribbles. We need to learn how to play defense, 94 feet. This is what you need to learn. We don't need to win. This is what you need to learn. So when I pass you off to high school, a coach will say, draw this up. Oh, you know what to do right here? You know what the trap? Explain the trap. What arm the angle is you taking? Did you communicate with him on that? Did you communicate this pass was going here? So you took this. That's all I want my players to know. I don't want them to say, "Yeah, I won a championship." Hey, that's big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's. It, I mean, and not every parent want that longevity for their kid. That project. Not every kid want to look at their kid as a project. But you know, I got two kids on my team that's ten years old. That's five nine, five ten. Mm-hmm. 
got a chance to be six five, six seven, six eight. They keep growing, keep eating, right? Keep getting their proper sleep, keep stretching. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm telling them, you can't see it now, but in high school, he can be so big. Coach's dream is to a, a knowledgeable player. Yeah. Playmaker, defender, all that stuff. It's a lane for that stuff. It is. People don't understand that. <laughs> they think it's just, I mean, some of the best basketball players start playing that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, Otto Porter. He was trained by his um, his mom, his dad, his aunt. They had, they had a basketball background, man. Zion? Zion's yeah. yes, mom. His mom trained him. Man. Oh, my God. John Morant's father. You know what I seen? He, one thing I seen, he does that. And I, that I see he do that no one in the league really do. Yeah. His box out. Yeah. He has mastered that. Who? Zion? Zion. Oh, yeah. He, His, he boxes out. Yeah, one thing, uh, another thing about him is he don't take unnecessary dribbles. He know who he is as a player. Yeah. I love watching him play. Yeah. I'm a big Lonzo Ball fan. People laugh and all right, that. I'm a play. huge Lonzo Ball fan. He can play. I'm like, probably, that's probably my favorite player because people say, he don't do this, he this. You know, everybody's not Kyrie. Yeah. Everybody, uh, Kyrie is a unicorn. Yeah, he is. He can't, you can't do that stuff, man. He's also injury prone. Yeah, he's too, injury man. prone. I think he, I think they might be tanking. But, you know what I mean? Um, you know, not everybody, man, you know, and that, that hurts players. Everybody want their kid to be Curry. Everybody want their kid to be Kyrie. Nobody want their kid to be DJ Augustine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm solid veteran point guard. Yeah, come in, take care of the ball. It's, That's it. I'm, I take all of them. I take a, a smart play over talent play. Hey, you know what? That's why y'all yeah, <laughs> told my brother-in-law. I'm gonna say this and then because I, you know, I know time was kind of winding down, but um, Giannis team was actually beating LeBron's team. Yeah. yeah no I'm one talks about that, man. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't even see the. I'm a Lakers fan too, man. Yeah. Fundamentals team, will win every time. They got a bunch of good basketball players. They don't have a no great player, yeah. bunch of good. Do your job. Yeah. And then we should be fine. Yeah. So for this, man, I you know, I always like to end uh, my podcast with this question. Um, if you could leave the listeners with just one thing to remember you by, what would it be? Uh, my stories. My stories. That's it. That's it. That's that's why I do them. That's why I'm so passionate about them. That's why it takes so long for me to to put out stuff. You know what I mean? I, I go six months, eight months. I took a year off. I'll be working on stories. You know what I mean? I got some stuff coming out. Um, this, I uh, think, this winter, um, I'm working with the... Uh, I'm working with um, putting out a, a DC comic book. Um, so it'll be about a basketball player from Washington, DC. This is me first time talking about this too. So give you a little exclusive. <laughs> give you an exclusive for you. So when you drop it, you know people can come show you love. But um, I'm working on a comic book right now, and I've been writing it. Um, so the the character name is Zeus. Um, he's a he's a kid. That was born with um, drug symptoms, mm. like um, on a negative note, like a crack baby. Mm. You know what I mean? But um, the crack, the crack in his system, give him superpowers. Mm. So you know what I mean? He's born with like um, his 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 image is, is is crazy. Like he has like a birthmark 
but it's like um it plays back to the the ancient god of Zeus. Mm. So he has like a white like halo like into his eyes and his hair is like dreadlocks, but he has like a white spot. <laughs> Just describing him. I'm still working with the illustrator on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like crazy. He got like what like a his birthmark is like a white. So it's like um it's playing off the ancient god of Zeus and the the issues that come in, you know, growing up in um, the eighties in DC. Yeah, yeah. So um this kid, instead of him being a crack baby and being, you know, a form of retardation or how people look at it negative, he was able to overcome it and have superpowers. Mm. And you know they find out he can play basketball and stuff like that. Right. Right. You know what? <laughs> I, I hope it becomes a series one day. You know, some, that would be dope. Yeah, I was talking um, the illustrator, right? That's that's creating the character because you know when you create the character, you gotta get a patent, you gotta get the legal, the um, the legal stuff about it. All that gotta be like like locked in and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, so we going through the legal of owning the characters, yeah. stuff like that. The legal but, part of it. Yeah, but. The guy that, that's doing the, the the animation and stuff like that, he like, man, this can be like Emmy style. This can be a series. This can Netflix have picked this up. This yeah. is huge. Like, something nice. Like, I'm just like, I got a, a script and stuff that I'm working on for. And stuff Encouraging like words. Yeah. What would what would you leave? Um. Encouraging words without sounding cliche. Um. Um. Be yourself. Be yourself to the to the to the point. Where you're never uncomfortable. Be yourself like me. Um, I come from a, a tough background. I come from one of the worst neighborhoods in DC. Um, my father, um, he's labeled as a notorious drug dealer, but he's not. He's he's grown. So all those things are in my life, but I chose to be myself. Right. I chose to be an artist. I chose to be a writer. I chose to be a coach. I chose to be all these other things that what society wanted me to be. Right. You know, society wanted me to be a, a big-time drug dealer. Society wanted me to be, you know, abusive to women and just disrespectful. Society wanted me to be nonchalant, arrogant, make money, don't care about people's feelings, don't do these type of interviews and, you know, meet new friends like yourself. I think we'll become friends later. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's being yourself to the point where nothing makes you uncomfortable um, you know, we in a neighborhood now. We're we're around Seventh Street. You know, I'm filming, um, recording this, and um, I'm around them. Like I stop through. You know, after I I might do hot yoga or something. I come outside and hey, what's up, fella? They just respect me. I'm mm-hmm. super comfortable. I'm not going to go around them and turn into somebody else and be mm-hmm. this way, that way. It just just me. So be yourself, no matter what. No ever met no situation make you feel uncomfortable. So. Man, they, hey, yeah. there it is, man. Thank you so much for this I interview, you, man. I got you. I'm yeah. telling you, Joe. It's, it's actually turned yeah, out all yeah, right, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So, hey, remember, you know, this is it. This is this is it right here yeah. on the grind, man. Yeah, I got to um, get you get you out to a couple of my events this summer. I'm going to have a heavy summer. We're going to do a lot of, um, lot of events. I got a summer collection coming out, 33 summer collection, new ball in there. Got to get you some gear. Get you laced up. Got some that's that's stuff. it right <laughs> here, man. Hey, you know what, yeah, Joe? The, yeah. Hey, I'm, this is it right here. Yeah, I got I, I got to show him my, yeah. my little move and stick and groove yeah, in the gym yeah, real yeah. quick. So remember, man, this, yeah. is, this is your dream and your story. All right. Appreciate you. Appreciate you.